0: Welcome to the Embracing the Power Within podcast. My name is Cheryl Barron. I am a corporate executive, master mindset, and life coach. If you're looking to up-level through self-development, then you are in the right place. My goal with this podcast is to help you see the potential within yourself and give you a weekly dose of mindset and career development. So thank you so much for hitting play today. Let's begin. Hello everyone. Welcome to Embracing Your Power Within. Today we're exploring the transformative power of visualization for manifestation. I'm your host, Cheryl Barron. And in today's episode, we'll dive into how visualization can help you manifest your dreams and create the reality you really want. So where do you see yourself in five years? What kind of relationship do you imagine? How much money will you have? Do you have the career or the business that you envision? Have you figured this all out yet? If the answer is yes, congratulations, and you probably don't need this podcast. But if you're still unsure about how to answer all the questions, rest assured you are not alone. And the good news is that there's a tool out there that can help you with it, and it's visualization. So what is that? What does it mean to visualize? Well, the definition of visualization for me is the act of visualizing something or someone or forming a picture of it in your mind. It's almost like looking through a particular lens, and that lens is your unconsciousness, your imagination, and you're seeing your life unfold through your inner eye. That's what it means to me. And visualization has been used for a very long time in sports. You all know that you've heard that and Muhammad Ali's famous quote. I love this one. If my mind can conceive it and my heart can believe it, then I can achieve it. And that already shows that he truly believed in the power of visualization. But he's not the only one who used this in a successful sports career. Many, many others did as well. And another person that comes to mind is Arnold Schwarzenegger because he talked a lot about this. And he was a big believer in visualizing. He visualized how he wanted to look and kept on imagining it. And later on, he used the same technique in politics and in acting. And a study published in Neuropsychologia, yes, that is a mouthful, found that imagining to move parts of your body almost trains the muscles as much as the actual movement did that's science, that's a study that was proven. So our mind is literally that powerful. Another quote is from Oprah Winfrey, anything you can imagine you can create. So I remember growing up hearing from my parents, if you put your mind to it, you can have anything that you want. And I remember hearing them tell me that, but I didn't really know what it meant. And okay, so I'm going to put my mind to it so I can have it. But how do I put my mind to it? They never taught me the visualization piece. But I did learn that when I was about 12 or 13 years old. I started competitive swimming at the age of around 10. And I learned early on how to visualize and how to really visualize my races and the outcomes I wanted and what it's going to look like, feel like all of that. And I'm so blessed that I learned that in an early age, because again, we all heard it from our parents, but nobody ever taught us how to do it. And I remember even when my son was young saying the same things, if you put your mind to it, you can achieve it, you can do anything you you know set your mind to. But early on, I don't think I ever really sat down and said, but let's talk about how you do that. That didn't come till much later. So Here we are talking about how to do that. And so visualizing can only help us with our goals and whether it's manifesting financial goals or career goals or whatever is important to you, but it can also help to reduce stress in your body. And healthcare providers have known this for a long time and they use this too as an effective stress management tool. So when you learn stress management techniques, visualization is one of those that you learn. So this all sounds good, right? But how do you do this in real life? That's what we're going to talk about. How can you tap into the power of visualization and enjoy all of its benefits? Well, here's how. First, you need to imagine the specific situation and not just imagining it at a high level, But in as many details as you possibly can, using all of your senses, you want to be able to see it, smell it, hear it, feel it, taste it when you're visualizing. And for many people, it helps when they close their eyes, right? They can get more in the zone. And then there are others who prefer to write it all down in journal instead of doing it purely in the mind. And either way works. And personally, for me, at least in the beginning, I did it through journaling because it was a lot easier for me. I find a quiet space with no distractions and I set time to do this. And sometimes I'll visualize through meditation and sometimes I'll journal. But early on, when I would do it through meditation and closing my eyes to really see it, but to be honest, for me, I started to get distracted by other thoughts. So I had to really work on that, because other things would start creeping in, and it would divert my attention. But anybody who has started meditating knows how that goes. And it's really a skill that you need to practice, and you get better with over time. So if you're like me, start by journaling and then work up to the meditation portion of it. So since there's no visualization button on our head, there are different techniques and ways of getting into the visualization mood. So meditation, like I said, is one of them. And if you're new to it and are looking for a guided meditation, here's one to try. Try out the six-phase meditation by Vishen Lakhiani. Vishen, V I -S S H E N. Lekiani, L-A-K-H-I-A-N-I. It's a great one to start with. It's a great one to start with because it's pretty powerful and it'll guide you through different phases where you can imagine your future self and all the details. So again, it's a good one to start with. Writing daily affirmations. If you don't do this, please try it. It helps your mind get into the future mode. So when you write affirmations, write it in the present tense and be careful not to write too many. Start with just a few and start with I followed by something that you wish you had accomplished already or how you want to be in the future. For example, I am strong and face all adversities with grace. I love that one. I have a podcast with 100,000 subscribers, or I have a million dollars in my bank account. Like with meditation, try to be as specific as possible. So the trick behind it is that our brain cannot differentiate between what is already true and what is fiction. It can't. So your brain will think that you already have a million dollars in the bank or 100,000 podcast subscribers unconsciously. Does that make sense? Another way of visualizing your future is to create a vision board. Basically, you take a blank poster or you can do it online and fill it with snippets and pictures that represent what you want your life to look like in a certain amount of time. Now, it can be six months, three months, three years, whatever you want it to be, but it's important to put the finished vision board in a very visible place in your office or somewhere in your house so that. You always see it, and it's a good visual reminder. So as you can see, it's about visualizing in your mind on paper or a blank canvas. Approach it with curiosity. Approach it with an open mind. Have fun with it and try out different options so that you find what works for you. One of the biggest advantages is that you can literally do it anywhere can do it on the train, you can do it in your car, just don't close your eyes and meditate in the car. You can do it at home, you can do it at work, your mind is really powerful. I'm going to keep saying that. So you might be thinking, Cheryl, I've tried this, and it just doesn't work. I cannot visualize, I can't get in the groove of it. And it doesn't work for me. If this is you, there are probably some roadblocks that you could be hitting. So let's talk about what some of those roadblocks are. The first one that I see, and I see this all the time, and I've experienced it personally, is lack of clarity. One of the most common roadblocks in visualization is the lack of clarity in your goals and what you want. So if you don't have a clear and specific vision of what you want, it becomes really challenging to visualize it effectively. So to overcome this challenge, it's really important to spend time reflecting on what you really want what you're really passionate about, and what you really believe you can obtain and define your goals in detail. Again, the more precise and vivid our vision is, the easier it will be to create a mental image and bring it to life through visualizing. The second is a limiting belief system. Our beliefs shape our reality. I talked about this in the last podcast. If you have limiting beliefs about yourself or the possibility of achieving your goals, it becomes very difficult to visualize them as a reality because you don't believe it. These self-imposed limitations, they act as a roadblock to personal growth. So to overcome this challenge, you need to identify first and then challenge those limiting beliefs. And then you want to replace them with empowering and positive beliefs so we can open ourselves up to opportunities and more success. The third roadblock is emotional resistance. Sometimes we feel resistant, right? or we feel fear toward visualizing our goals. And this could be because of past failures or a negative experience that really have had an impact on us and have left us skeptical about our success. And your mind might be saying one thing, but again, deep down in your subconscious, you have that fear or you're very skeptical. So to navigate this challenge, it's crucial to address and then release any negative emotions or fears associated with any one of your goals. So here again, ways that you can do that is by journaling, meditating, talking to a friend, talking to a coach. And if you don't have a coach, I highly recommend a coach. A coach can really save you a lot of time in processing through a lot of this stuff and can help you fast track. And this helps you acknowledge and release emotional resistance. And the fourth roadblock is inconsistency and lack of discipline. And this is a roadblock for so many of us. Another significant challenge in visualization is maintaining consistency and discipline in the practice, right? So if you start it and you do it once or twice, and then you don't do it for three weeks, you're never going to get anywhere with it. Visualizing is effective when it's done regularly and with focus. So you can't just do it here and there for a few minutes. Lack of discipline can lead to a scattered and ineffective visualization practice. But not only that, lack of discipline is going to be a roadblock in every other aspect of your life. So to overcome this, it's important to establish a routine and dedicate a specific time and space for visualizing. And by treating it as a non-negotiable commitment, That is key. Treat it as a non-negotiable commitment. And when you do that, you can cultivate consistency and see the benefits of visualizing. So I will tell you, this was one of my biggest hurdles to visualizing. But if you do something consistently for 30 days, it really does become a habit. So give yourself that chance Do it for 30 days and stick with it. Once you get past that 30-day mark, it's a habit and you're going to continue doing it pretty effortlessly. So start small. It takes practice. What you put into it, you will get out of it. So keep exploring and create the life you want with the help of visualization. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for spending time with me. Please subscribe if you haven't already and share with somebody who could benefit. I'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for pressing play today. And if you like what you heard and you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and subscribe to my podcast. This helps me keep the good stuff coming your way. And it also makes sure that you get all the updates and episodes. And don't forget to share this episode with someone who you think could benefit from it. I am so thankful for your support and I can't wait to connect with you next time.